Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to mark out No So for Pow Pro Wrestling's hard luck. We get to talk about what has happened on the past and future for AEW episodes of Dynamite and maybe a new new show. Uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania still. Some uh, matches and have now shaping up after our last recording. So let's get into it. As this is your two-man power trip. As I'm alongside here with the enforcer, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I am here and ready to uh, exploviate or bloviate or exterminate. I don't know what I was trying to say. Experiment. The world of wrestling. I'm going to Ex- experiment. Well, I experimented this week, Joe, and I paid the price for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Okay. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. So, uh, Corey, another fantastic POW shows on the uh, upcoming uh, this, this Friday, as you can get your tickets at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Still limited tickets left, but we get to mark out no-so for this bad boy. You better get your tickets while you can, or you'll be experiencing the hardest kind of luck there is. Not being able to watch POW. Yeah. Um. Get your tickets now, uh, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Um, let's talk about all the matches we'll be uh, going to be watching. As uh, our first match will be uh, Zay Perez taking on Jonas, and Jonas will have one arm, uh, one arm tied behind the back. Always an interesting uh, stipulation to see how they how they do. I'm intrigued. Uh, let's see if Jonas can put his money where his mouth is. And his arm where his back is, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this has been a long feud going for months now. So, you know, again, pal with the storytelling and the long storylines. The best uh, wrestling is storytelling in wrestling, in my opinion. Yes. Um, at the last show, I can tell you the crowd was behind Zay. So, won't be it won't surprise me that they're gonna be behind him again and yeah i just want to see what type of uh shenanigans you know what might come afoot for this match but it'll be interesting i'll mark out for it yeah i will too um the next match we get a uh like a grudge match type here as it's dr cleaver versus Derek shaw can the upstart uh protege get some revenge on his evil uh master <coughs> yeah you know this, I, like, this I sound like was... i'm trying to like i sound like i'm trying to like give promo to like an old doctor who episode right yeah. um, or an old batman will right? Derek shaw defeat dr cleaver find out next week same bat time same bat channel I need to go back. I I need to go watch some Batman today, Joe. There you go. Get some Adam West on you. You know. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, we're you know marking out for this. You know, Derek Shaw has been fantastic with when he's being with Powell, and you know should be a good match with him being in the ring with a veteran. Uh, You know, it's it's. I'm a little. uh, I'm a little torn. I, I like Derek Shaw. I like to see the young guys go against their mentors, but at the same time. Dr. Cleaver, my own personal uh, physician. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know, there's, I, I, I'm kind of torn. Mm. 
by the way, not a good bedside manner at all. No, no, oh, hell no. <laughs> um, another match. Uh, it's going to be uh, Amira taking on Abigail Warren. This I'm looking forward to. This should be really good. Amira is really good for the time that she's put in. You know, I mean, she's yeah. I mean, I know she works many independents in the Northwest, but she can't have more than fifty. 60 matches under her belt. And um, oh, she's really good. But then again, Abigail Warren, uh, badass. So, yes, I'm uh, I'm marking out for this. Looking forward to it. I'm as well. It should be, again, it's that storytelling of, uh, you know, what the what will happen after with one Mr. Ulala, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, the long-term storyline with him and Abigail, it's going to eventually come to the forefront player. Um, yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, another match that was announced this past week was the Hammer Brothers taking on Drexel and Charlie. And this is coming off the heels for one Charlie costing Drexel the match at la- the last show. Yeah, a lot of interesting... Uh... <laughs> Uh, oh jeez! A lot yeah. of interesting thought processes going in. I mean, first you got two babyface teams primarily, but the crowd digs. That's always interesting when you have that kind of a matchup. But then, yeah, you got the you got the the little simmering storyline between Drexel and and Evel. It'll mm-hmm. be um, interesting to see how this tag match plays out. Yes, yeah, I agree. I will say I was honestly surprised uh, that uh, coming off the heels of the of the last show, and because they also na- announced it was going to be Chris Brady taking on Spencer Scott, and I just thought Brady would be taking on Charlie for what happened in their tag match at the last show. So I'm right. I'm you know I'm also wondering will the third Hammer brother show his face. Uh. That's always interesting. I mean, you've got, you know, Jack and, you know, Spud or whatever his name is. Sludge. Sludge, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting. Uh, but they have a French brother, Armin. <laughs> and I'm always wondering if he's going to show up. <laughs> uh, that, that, that one got me. <laughs> um, hopefully, you know, you know, if the numbers are uh, fully against them, uh, Armin will show up. There you go. Um, but you know, uh, Scott and um, Brady should be a good match because two, you know, two young, quick, uh, agile, you know, guys should be a fun match. You know, uh, you know, everybody's favorite homeboy is putting in the work to get himself a name in the wrestling business, and he's doing a fantastic job. But I wonder how long he's going to be Pacific Northwest's own favorite homeboy, and not just. Independent wrestling's favorite favorite homeboy. Yeah, uh, another match on the card there, sir. Uh, as, as it's going to be uh, Zicky Dice versus Levi Shapiro for the YouTube Championship Unification match. You know, um, interesting. You know, the last time Zicky couldn't make it because of the, uh, the airline. You know, doing their famous bit. Yeah. I just want to know, did did Vacant do such a terrible job last time that they had to just go straight to an interim champion this time? They didn't want to deal with Vacant anymore. Has he been let go? 
Did they wish um, him well in his future endeavors? You know, I haven't noticed if they wished him well in his future endeavors. So, um, you know, I'm I I haven't uh, deep dived in that on the the sheets or on anything. So, for the moment, no. But who knows? You know, who knows? Interesting. Interesting. But you know, it should be a good match. You know, Zicky showing up this time and not you know not because it was his fault last time, but the whole you know. I have uh, get, get stuff together airlines. Hot scoops for you. I'm picking uh, Zicky Dice to uh, to unify this belt again. Okay. When, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. And I, I, I going into it, I believe we assumed he was going to win at the last show too. So. Yep. Uh, the next match, hear me out. For over 50 years, one Jaden will be taking on a rematch with Chase James. I'm looking forward to seeing this because I uh, wasn't there to see the first one. So uh, always good to see Jaden. Always uh, a very good performer. Um, and I'm I want to see Chase James. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah he was the uh, the 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 you know dickish heel of I'll hate you and then I'll run around for a bit. I'll run back in the ring and I'll hit you. I'll run around for a bit. So. I love a bullshit dickish heel. You do so. Uh, I'm going to assume this will be a co-main event. If not, it'll be one. Yeah, you know, uh, probably should be co-main event, as it's a gauntlet match, sir. Malcolm Flex taking on who he turned his back on, the Masaro exactly. family. I'm glad you said that the right way, Joe. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you you uh, framed it in the proper context. Of course. Um, it's gonna be a long road to hoe for old Malcolm Flex. He's got to take on them Dirty Blanchards, uh, and then and Vinny. Uh, look, there's not a man alive can take on the Masaro family by himself. So, you know, better luck next time, Malcolm. That's all I'll say. Should be a quick match, you know. Should be a pretty quick match. Yeah, shouldn't be. It shouldn't be too hard. And, and don't get me wrong, Malcolm Flex is a hell of a competitor. Yeah. Got a lot of upside. He's 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 really good. But I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. You can't so, take on these three. Come on. No, no, one better. You know, if if he moves beyond somehow, it just probably he would cheat or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. There'll be some chicanery. Put some brass knucks in one of the Blanchard's pockets or something. Like, look, check his pocket, you know? Oh, I wouldn't like, doubt it at all. Yeah, not one. Yeah. Uh, then our probably most likely our main event for the POW Championship, Funny Bone, not our champion, taking on... Corey's boy and Spray yeah. will soon to be champion, Caden Cassidy. I've already I'm already referring to him as POW uh, wrestling champion. I just want you to know that. Uh, oh, have you now? Oh yes, yeah, so it's already done. POW pro wrestling champion Caden Cassidy. It's a formality in my opinion. Again, not to diminish the bone of funny, he's been uh, somebody's champion for months. Not mine because he stole it from Vinny. Let's be fair, but. He's been a, a competent, uh, you know, champion. Very over, very popular. He can bring the fight. He's a he's a bad mofo. You know, you don't want to mess around with Funny Bone, just like you don't want to mess around with Jim. All right, but yeah. but uh, this is a bad luck choice right here. Uh, uh, come on, Caden Cassidy's not your average mofo. He's gonna come in there. He's gonna whip ass. He's gonna take names and he's gonna win that. Beautiful Power Pro Wrestling Championship. I've said it, so it is done. Okay, okay. 
So it has been spoken, so that means it will be happening. There you go. I'll allow it. Um, but no, get your tickets now at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. You don't want to miss out on this show. It's, it's a fun time. It's family friendly, all ages. So, yeah. Get your tickets oh, now. Yeah. I can't wait to experience World Pie uh, atmosphere. Yeah. Like the last show was the loudest I've been to. So, let, you know, I want to let's see if it'll be a back to back for being so much loud. Just wait until the Tinker Tape Parade when uh, Kate and Cassie wins that belt. Get your streamers ready, you know? Oh, yeah. So, sir, uh, on this past uh, week of AEW Dynamite, one uh, Mr. Hobbs, Powerhouse <laughs> Hobbs, he won the uh, TNT title. Speaking of my guys. I mean, this is why I'm so confident for Caden. Everything is coming up roses for my guys. Powerhouse Hobbs wins that TNT title like I knew he would. Um, Everybody thought, oh, well, they're really hot-shotting, but this title change was planned like six months ago, Joe. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Once they uh, booked the San Francisco towns in Sacramento, they they booked him to win that... uh, uh, brass ring and then to win the TNT title this week. It's so yeah, it's a six month plan. Yeah, and uh, I think we talked about last week about how AEW likes to promote their hometown heroes, and so you're gonna be kissing Vince's ass in front of all your fans and friend, you know, friendly uh, friends and family. Yep. Yeah, kiss my ass, pal. Uh, and then bring that paralegal over to me. Um, I'm glad. Uh, and I like, I like the QT Marshall powerhouse Hobbs like little hookup there. I don't know what what it leads to, but I'm intrigued. They're putting a new coat of paint on QT with that QTV. Uh, maybe maybe the factory is behind him, and he he's going to be like a manager for powerhouse. I'm that's fine with me. Yeah, I, can, I could dig that. Or or the the factories behind him still, but not in that major factor anymore. As you know, like it's kind of like the firm in that way of yeah. they're there, but not, they don't won't be there all the time. But they're there when they need them. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I feel um, bad for Wardlow that you know yeah. three day rain doesn't really help him rehab anything. But uh, hell, I don't know. I, yeah, I like know, that not everyone can get pushed. Yeah, I was just saying, I like the storyline of, or it, it's, they're just playing off the storyline of uh, the story going in that Warlow's vehicle got broken into the night before. And yeah. the title got stolen and his gear got stolen. And then all of a sudden, QT's posting the gear online and uh, Warlow, uh, I mean, Hobbs has the title now. You're right. You know, it's just like, you know, that's well done. Uh, well done. I like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the, I don't know how I feel. So we, because we talked about this last. You talked, you mentioned this last week about how you're excited for the week, the shows after the pay per views because it's the beginning of the new feuds and the new. Um, where do we go now to the next one? Yeah, kind of a and, reset for the next stretch. Right and then, Ricky Starks has a promo. I'm like, okay, and then you hear Bullet Club, and you're like, oh, who who's coming out? Then it's Juice. Thoughts of it being juice instead of 
Who everybody thought else. it was. Yeah. Let's be honest. Everybody thought it was Jay White. Um, you know, I was trying to figure out how I really felt about this, Joe. Because um, I still think without any knowledge of any kind, I still think Jay White's going to WWE. It's my personal thought. Um, I guess we'll find out. But I would assume he's WWE bound. Um, I thought it was interesting that they flashed the Bullet Club logo and played that music because they hadn't done that for Juice yet. Yeah. And I will say this, though. I think they're on to something because it got a monster pop. Yeah. Which I, tells I, me 10 years in, Bullet Club is not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> Just defend, de- depends on what f- side of Bullet Club you're on, I guess, right? Yeah, um, I guess, right. But it, like, it was just like, oh, uh, who is the Bullet Club member? Like, I'll be honest, my mind did not go to Jay White when it came on the oh, screen. Yeah? I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh, who could, who who could this be? And then Juice attacked. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's because you have him. You know what I mean? Like, you I have him under contract. So, regardless of who, I still think that Juice isn't the final answer. Yeah. I think that putting that logo and the music playing, I think that there's going to be some level of bullet club uh and storyline in, in aw i i don't know how much of one like it could be a, okay. an undercard juice and i mean i don't fucking know fucking pick uh juice and kinta i mean i don't know but i still Smoking think mirrors, you'll see yeah. yeah you'll see something of bullet club there and this is the start of it um I, I guess we'll see. I th- and if there isn't, I mean, you did sign Juice, so try to get something out of him. And he did get over in Japan, so he's mm-hmm. worth giving a shot to. Yeah. Uh, either way, I mean, I can't say I'm super thrilled that he's Stark's next feud, it looks like. But, you know, someone that Stark's can beat and at least keep the momentum until they figure something better out for him. One, it's just the beginning of like maybe something ma- more major than just uh, oh yeah. Ju- juice, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the. So I'm, black... I'm cautiously optimistic, Joe. Uh, okay, I, I am. I, I am as well. I am as well. Cautiously optimistic. Because like I, I was more like oh, juice. Okay, yeah, I, like I can't not, say not I like... was thrilled, but I was like oh, okay, well that's that's a yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, huh. That's something. Like that's how it went. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, At least it's not Jericho anymore. Right. Um. As speaking of Jericho, um, I guess he is now deciding to team up with Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara, and they are now a trios tag team. As in the f- upcoming Dynamite, it's to be a six man. It's a three way. Uh six-man trios tag match for the the uh, uh menage menage of the house of hearts uh the elite and the jas i mean six people that the house of heart can beat them fine that's fine with me right uh, i'm okay i'm okay with all that um but yeah i think it's a way to i think it's just you know their way to save jericho not having to feud again with anybody yeah. singles wise. Like this, I don't think this is going to last for three months till the next pay-per-view cycle, but you know, something for Jericho to do for a couple weeks till they figure something else out. 
yeah. what it feels like. Plus, it's a yeah. way to get him and Omega in the ring together in Winnipeg next week without doing a one-on-one match because they haven't done one yet in AEW where there could be some money in it. So, Saving it. Saving it for yep. a, a pay-per-view. Yep. Um, another trios at the moment. Uh, the Blackpool uh, Combat Club. Um, looks like they went heel. Uh, yes, it's definitely does. I, uh, I'm kind of for it. What more can you do with Moxley as a baby face? Might as well turn him heel. And, and uh, he, and it could be one of those things too, that even though they're heel, they're going to get cheered. And I don't know what I'd love to know what the plan is for Claudio full time. I'll be honest for you. I don't think it's Ring of Honor. I think he loses that title to Kingston likely. And then I'm not sure you continue seeing Claudio on Ring of Honor. I think he's I think he's AEW bound. Okay. Uh, full time. That's my just stay my personal. there. Yeah. Okay. Um but I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um I do like him turning hill though. I think it's a cool little it continues the education of Yuta. Now learn how to be a fucking heel with us. Right. Agreed. Uh, I think the idea of him, them going heel, it's something like, as you just said, how much babyface Moxie can be. He's been there for three years now. And he's been babyface the entire time. And it's the same shtick. You know, what, yeah, what are they going to, what are they going to do? Um, yeah, he can just be a, a bully prick heel, which he'll be able to do really well. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say, cause I mentioned the fact that, um, they're a trio now because they had a fourth member, you know, Danielson, but, uh, he did a promo after revolutions saying he's going home. And Joe, can we talk about this for a minute? Yeah. How good of a fucking promo was that? It was great. He was dejected just on the floor in the hallway, covered in his blood. Remember, he, he can't cut promos, remember? Uh, my Last time I checked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that was really good. And you know what, though? I think it may have had a double meaning. And this is maybe just me reading into things. But yeah, going to go home for a while. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh, dude, I also think maybe that means he's Ring of Honor bound. He's going to go back home. Okay. He just lost to the world mm. champ, so there's it's back to the bottom form in AEW. And I know he's a huge star, so the thought process of putting him in Ring of Honor as opposed to AEW sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe try something radically different. Do you think um, the idea or the storyline could be that he goes down to ROH for a couple months and you know, you know, like has to work his way back up to be. AEW, it could be you know or but my thought process is more like i'm connecting dots and those dots may not necessarily be there so i could be way off and sound like an idiot but i've been watching this for a long ass fucking time they're thinking of giving aew a third program on tv instead of creating a whole new fucking aew show why not just put Ring of Honor on Saturdays at 6.05 on TV. And if you're going to do that, you need a big star on that show to bring people in. 
Uh, so why not put Brian Danielson over there? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It it is it is weird that because they the rumors started circulating like like Tuesday after we ta- uh the day after we taped and it's like AEW's getting a new show and we're like yeah the reality show it's like no they're going to get another hour long show on Saturdays which by the way Saturday at six oh five on TBS yep. talk about a nostalgia <laughs> overload for my ass yeah right um. The mother ship, baby. <laughs> He's got a bicycle. <laughs> but yeah, it's I like was... the... Go ahead. I was gonna say I just don't know how it's just like you're right. Like you you have all this talent. So what is it going to be? A rampage light, a dark light, you know, um yeah. that's funny, dark light. <laughs> Put the two dark light. Let there be light, light. on dark. Uh, yeah, we don't need a third dark. So just put Ring of Honor on there. Fucking hell. Like, what the hell are you doing at Warner Brothers Discovery? It's the same company. Just fucking do it. Yeah. That's my um, personal opinion. And then if you have Samoa Joe, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson, Mark Briscoe as like the 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 set stars on that show. That's a pretty good star rub for a Saturday afternoon show on TBS. Like you want to make sure it's successful. I mean, you're not right. going to have a successful Saturday afternoon show. If your big stars are, let's be honest, uh, big shoddy Lee Marshall or Lee Johnson, Lee Marshall. <laughs> Hello there yeah. from the road. Uh, Lee, Lee Johnson and goddamn Anna J and, it's just, it's not going to be a, if it's dark, it's not going to fucking be good. It's like, you're going to, you're going to, um, throw Darby on it maybe, or, um, you know, orange Cassidy all over again. In fact, so Darby Allen, like, like, I don't want to look, I wouldn't put too many names over on ring of honor, but Darby Allen on ring of honor would be pretty good too. Like, you know, so, uh, um, you because, whether people want to admit it or not, you're going to have to put big names on that show for it to survive. Whether it's on mm-hmm. Honor Club or TBS, you're going to have to sacrifice some star power from AEW's TV to put over there. You're just going to have you have to. Mm-hmm. Or else it's, it's going to be WWE CW. Remember that shit? Yeah. And the we zombie. Want... We don't want the zombie. Yeah, the zombie and Zack Ryder. Oh, fuck yeah. Sign me the goddamn hell up. <laughs> uh, Cardona, sure, but not Zack Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Give me, Matt Cardona being a dick. Yeah, I'll watch that. But one-legged pants, Zack Ryder. Yeah, I was going to say that. Not, not a style that no one really... Uh, Before he was uh, even cuckolded by John Cena. It didn't catch on. No. And then thrown off the stage by um, Kane. Kane. Yeah, no, I don't want I don't want WWE CW, so uh, let's do it right. Right, so it should be interesting on where they um. And if it's not Ring of this. Honor, what the fuck are they gonna do? Just fucking a fourth AEW show? I mean, gee, actually the fifth, because there's already four. There's Dark, Dark Elevation, Rampage, and Dynamite. Jesus Christ! 
do you remember years ago we talked about this about how like how much wrestling you know will we be getting when AEW came around? Now it's you know that was um, you know Mondays, Fridays, and Wednesdays. So there's four show. There's three days there with a combined four shows, and now we're one a day, and we're that's almost, not and that's not even including uh, Impact or yeah, right MLW, which it barely still exists at this point. Uh, once this Saturday show starts, fucking Tony Khan himself is going to have six days of wrestling to book every and, week. And a Corey, what about the nostalgia for you, B, when they do the Saturday show leading into the pay-per-view? Oh, I'm going to... And Shivani's already part of the company? Are you kidding me? Right? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Just get Mike Tanay back to talk gibberish about the luchadors on Ring of Honor. We don't need and, to see him. We've, we've done that before. Yeah, just read the just voice of Mike Tanay. Voice of Mike Tanay. And then we're set. I mean, it's good to go. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. I hope he gets some help. Someone has to book Ring of Honor for him. That's too much for one guy. He's going to burn out, and then every show is going to suck. You, uh, know who, you know who could, though, right? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, uh, the future AEW international champion, Joe? Yeah. As the uh, Atlant- the All Atlantic title has been now renamed or rechristened, as Tony Khan said, to the uh, AEW International title. They've had the belt made for like four or five months. That's uh, a little surprising Just- of them rechristening it, you know, but it makes sense because I think the was a better name. Yeah. Plus, um, but they J- love to do they love to do the synergy with fucking Warner Brothers. So from the Shazam movie, yeah, uh, as it's going to be Orange Cassidy defending it against um, Jeff Jarrett, Double J. You know what I said about you have to move some stars over to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And we joked about Darby or Danielson. I still think Danielson could be because that's a shock, right? But honestly. I think Orange Cassidy is a prime perfect example to move over to Ring of Honor. You've done um, about everything you can do with him on AEW at the moment. He's not going to be the world champion. But over on Ring of Honor, he could be. Yeah, but I d- that depends on how, you know, someone put in the, you know, in the uh ratings game of like is he a push, you know, does does ratings improve when he's there or when he's not? So I think oh. that's one question you got to think about too, on their standpoint of like, well, we can move them over, but can I say something that sounds crazy? Yes. Because they have such a large roster. They need to hire some people, but particular people, AEW with, with ring of honor becoming, even if it's not on TBS, even if it's just on honor club, they need stars for, for that show. They they need to go out and hire MLW is a shell of its former self. Do what you gotta do. You need to bring in Hammerstone and Jacob Fonte. Point blank. Those are two guys who could be pushed at a good level that would get over with the fan base as important people. You need to go get those guys. It, it's crazy for about MLW for the a second of they announced that they got a new. Um, TV contract, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, we're having issues with it. Well, what fucking happened is WWE's 
for some reason, I don't know, maybe Court Bauer pissed him off when he worked for them, but for some reason, more so than AEW, more so than TNA back in the day, WWE seems hell-bent on just fucking with MLW at every goddamn turn. Yeah, yeah. Just it's it's a personal vendetta. I don't know why, I don't know what, but they are going out of their way to just consistently fuck with that company, which poses no threat to them. So this it's just personal. Yeah, because I, I remember we what a couple months ago at least was like the talk of um of um them suing well, were, WWE or WWE suing yeah. them type, you know. Well, they're still trying to sue WWE. And in fact, this is just adding to the lawsuit that they're out to get them, which they are. I, I mean, but, you know, they're going to get away with it because they have money to spend and MLW doesn't. Which right, means, yeah. I have, yeah, if I'm fucking, look, there's not, at this point, there's not a lot of pieces of the MLW roster that I'd go after because, boy, they've been picked clean enough already. But I'd go get Hammer and Jacob Fatu. Yeah, and I would. Once the cancer uh, bout is done, I'd get Richard Holiday. I think he he beat it. He beat it. They're not. That which was, is, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. But once he's ready to come back, yeah. I'd get him too. And then fuck, that. that's about all I'd want from MLW because I don't the want Enzo. You don't want the Von Ericks? They're not that good. I mean, but they have a put good name up, and you, a good you, story. You, 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 but you can put them in ROH. You know, that's not a bad idea. So, yeah, maybe they're worth trying. Um, but, I mean, Enzo and that no. micro man? No. I mean, why Why would you want any of that crap? Um, yeah, no, thanks. Or Johnny Fusion at this point? No. <laughs> no. No, that's all right. He's already, he's, he, he has already done his run. Oh, yeah, he's done. So. Uh, speaking of Johnny Fusion, though, he got the bad feeling. This week they're in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, Jade Cargill has challenged Canada's woman wrestler to a TBS title match. And Taya Valkyrie just did just end uh, with MLW and Impact, and she's from Canada. And me has a bad feeling that she's going to be the woman brought in to wrestle Jade Cargill. And I oh, like no. Taya as a person, but. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be rushing to put her on my roster. I'm just saying that. Yeah, it. Um, who knows? You know, again, Tony Khan likes to do that for people. So it, um, it would get a good pop one night, but I don't want to yeah. put him on the roster. Well, she can do what he can do. What she uh, for her? What he did for uh, you know Johnny Fusion? He came in for one night or at least one night, well, he but nothing too. Huh. He did a couple weeks. He did some darks too. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I think would just happen with her. Just a couple. Yeah. Nothing too. I, I don't think at this point she's regressed, and I don't think she's really worth a full time contract. Although they do need people for the women's division and Ring of Honor too, so she may just luck herself into hmm. another full time paying gig. <laughs> for ROH, yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody looks like who might be leaving would be uh, our favorite shake weight uh, user, Brian Cage. Yeah, he's agreed to work through the pay-per-view on the 31st. Uh, so look for them to lose the six-man tags in the Ring of Honor, which they really should get rid of. They don't need them. 
Now that you have two sets has now. One. Yeah, you have yeah. two sets. Yeah. Just, just let them take them with them. Um, WWE has expressed interest, which shocks me since they've pretty much spent the last 10 years telling him they're not interested. Now all of a sudden they're interested in him. Um, he's too short for WWE. You don't say. Well, well, under the Vince regime. If Vince really is no longer in charge, Triple H may take a look at him. And you know what? Good for him if he gets that WWE run finally. He's wanted it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, AEW wants to keep him, so they did give him an offer. I guess we'll see. I I would just assume let him leave and go to WWE. I don't... He can do some cool things, but I just don't... He doesn't have it. Yeah. So, you know... Cool, go to SmackDown and lose to Gunther and whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of one uh, WWE, um, after or the, we recorded last week on Monday, so we were um, filming as Raw was going, and we knew we were going to finish before uh, Raw ended. So Raw yeah. ended with uh, John Cena's return, and. Whew. You know, Austin Theory comes out and he wants a match with him at Mania for the U.S. title. And Cena's like, no, I'm good. And then you have to insult the bald man, the the bald spot. And then Cena basically lays him out like he does with everybody else. He's uh, is asked to go in the ring with to help out. Hey, isn't this your number six all time? Uh, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, I was so conflicted watching this because it was nice to have Cena back. He's a star, undoubtedly a star. Yep. Uh, that crowd was fucking eating everything. But I, <laughs> well, isn't the old saying like, don't put down your opponent because then when you beat him, it means nothing. I mean, he buried theory to the point where. I mean, fucking hell, he just sounded like a goddamn jobber. Why would it mean mm-hmm. anything now this match happening? Yeah. I mean, he he fucking just annihilated him. And he, like the promo ends with, I beat you, you lose everything. You beat me, you still lose everything. Well, then what the fuck's the point? Like, everybody said that was like the best promo they've heard in years on that channel, on that show. And I was just like, he buried him. He fucking yeah. killed him. Killed him dead. Yeah, uh, theory. All theory can do now is, is attack him and then make it seem like a a fair fight. Like, am I out to lunch or is that the wrong kind of? Pr- I mean, that's what are you doing? It's the it's been the Cena stick for all these years now. No matter since Bray. Yeah, this one seemed the first Bray, the first Bray, the first Bray. But. Yeah, he's so and, uh, this is going to build business. Something. I mean, this did nothing to help Theory. This made Theory no. look like a fucking jobber. Right. Yeah. As we've been talking for months now, it would be Cena versus Theory, but Cena doesn't need the belt. I mean, or Theory doesn't need the belt. Why is it a title match? Now it's a title match. And Cena but, did what? I mean, Cena. I, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it, Joe. And I hope people are listening to this. That that. That once upon a time did this podcast. I know he's not going to, but Cena, he pulled a. I mean, that's better than Hulk Hogan could have done. 
brother. I mean, he fucking went into business for himself and buried that motherfucker so that even if Theory wins, which he's likely to, it's a title match, and it's not like Cena's going to hang around. So Theory might get a fucking cheap win somehow, but he did it so that now if he does win, it means nothing. Cena already fucking buried him, got the uh, verbal win in front of everybody, and let it know that it didn't mean a goddamn thing if he lost. And that's Hulk Hogan levels of burying the fucking lead. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, uh, did, did theory not show up tan enough at the fucking show Monday. He, he looked decently tanned, but <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, Christ. But yeah, he got, he got wrecked. And, you know what? You know, I saw that. Oh, look at that promo. I'm like, yeah, the, again, theory is now, you know, all he could do is insult uh, Cena's bald spot that he has now, and Cena and had to come back for that anyway. Well, you know that you know that part was built in so that Cena could hit him back with that comeback. Yep. Yeah. I was like, God damn, that's Hogan levels of manipulation, dude. <laughs> you can't see me, brother. Right. God damn, Hogan will live forever. Right. Um. Then uh, on also on Raw, uh, we ended it with uh, looks like Jey Uso is going to be helping one Sami Zayn, but super kicks him stiffly in the eye away, and he, Jay rejoins the Usos at the moment. I like how you said at the moment because I just read something before we started the podcast, Joe, mm-hmm. that I never really picked up on watching Raw, and it's that that he hugs Sami and says something to him. Yeah. And then super kicked him. And the guy's theory is that he said something along the lines of, look, I'm going to hit you because they got Jay or Jimmy and I can't let them hurt Jimmy. But don't worry about it. This is the plan. I think I saw the same thing you did. I didn't I didn't read it, but yeah. I saw the, 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 the thumbnail of them hugging and then the next one. And it's like, that seems a little far fetched, but at the same time, this has been one hell of a soap opera, so I can't discount it either. I agree. So who knows what the fuck's really going on, which I guess is the point. They're doing yeah. a good job. Yeah. And this helps lead into the um, Usos probably taking on KO and uh, Sammy, as it looks like um, Cody Rhodes is interwinding himself because he's at he's facing the the leader of the bloodline with Roman. So he's trying to get help by Kevin. You have to help Sammy. You know, it's like kind of starting, you know, the, we're far from it, you know, like a war games type thing situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Which, I need you to help out here because this is what's happening. Did you see them talking in the background on Raw, KO and Cody? Yes, I did. Yep, yep, yep. He, he's going to be the one who brings them together. So Thus that, further solidifying his baby faced him, his leader. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's that storytelling of, uh, you know, hey, I'm at war. You know, I'm at war. I'm help. You know, I got the guy who's been on their side. Now he's on our side. We need backup. And, you know, they're just doing the whole, well, we all have history together and we all hate Roman. Makes sense. Yeah, it's all, sense. I mean, I got to be, I got to give him credit. WrestleMania is all forming rather nicely at the moment. There's still mm-hmm. some stuff I don't want to fucking see at all, Bray. 
but yeah. you know. Um, so uh, some WrestleMania matches are shaping up, but uh, sir, um, Hall of Fame announcement first. As no, this is a surprise, is Ric Flair uh, is somewhere crying. <laughs> as the uh, first announcement was a current wrestler at the time, it's one Ray Mysterio. Uh, Ray Mysterio. You know, Ric Flair has a problem with that. He'll bitch on his podcast. But yeah. I, I'm supposed to be the only active wrestler in the Hall of Fame. So bullshit. I should be in it nine times. I'm going to fucking cry about it. Uh, God damn it. Um, cool. I mean, he deserves it. But again, it's the WWE Hall of Fame, so it doesn't really fucking matter. But, but it's, a, it's, a cool, and it's a cool addition to the storyline they're doing with him and Dominic. Yeah. So it's, it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, as I texted you guys earlier in the day, I guess the rumors were around that the, another end, uh, it was rumors was it was going to be the first announcement, but not yet as it's going to be the, uh, maybe the great Muda. I've heard that one since it's his retirement year and he's such a legend that they were going to get him in. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and think, he's not, I, he's not going to turn down a payday and a chance to put his face on TV. Can I ask you, do you think they would do it? If it's the that's the fun game of, you know, we don't care about hearing it, but if Vince was in charge, would this be happening with Muda? Uh, possibly, because he'd see the money. A good chance to just, uh, but more possibly. I can't say for yeah. sure, but with Triple H, it's a no-brainer. You know what yeah. definitely wouldn't happen under under uh, Vince? Huh? Is the, the guy that's inducting Ray? Oh yes. And that's what? one K-Dog. Who's a K-Dog? Yeah, really, right? Uh, Conan. And that <laughs> wouldn't happen under Vince. So, uh, Will he be uh, doing any of his uh, classic one-liners from the war stories that we... Uh... Gotta, uh, yeah, I hope he gets up there. Orale! Arriba la raza! All you cranberry fucking uh, tuxedos! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, tossing some salad stuff. I, I think we, we'll at least get the, the beginning... He's gonna like. He's gonna point right at Taker and tell him to toss the salad and peel his potato. Yes, right. Um, uh, that'll but, be uh, interesting, though. Yeah. Um. So with matches, you know, we have uh, as we were doing the show last week, there were twenty three now. Uh, four uh, matches announced. Now we have uh seven. Um, almost enough for one night. All right, cool. Well, well, I'm sorry. We have eight matches total, but seven are still night to be announced. Um, I do believe we will get the Mysterio versus Mysterio. This is the, what's leading into, you know, the storyline of Dominic saying he wishes he was Eddie's son from the get now. Um, so I think that, you know, most definitely would be a match. Um, they announced for night one, it's gonna be Rollins and Paul. Which, uh, that's gonna be good. Um, then we have Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch taking on damage control. So here's what I've learned about this one, Joe. One, uh, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I really don't fucking care. Um, the, you have Becky, you have Trish, you have Bailey, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but it's they're still planning on having a women's tag team title match at Mania, too. Which tells me someone's losing the belts for you. It has to be Becky and Alita. Yeah, to who I have no fucking clue. 
because like goddamn, what other tag teams are there? But whatever. Wow. Um, we also or we have Gunther's gonna have an intercontinental match, and um, due to the double pin on SmackDown, it's uh, McIntyre and Sheamus facing each other to determine who's gonna win that. And you know, chicanery abound, sir. Look, everybody knows it's going to be a triple threat. Why didn't they just announce it after this double pin? I guess they don't have um, enough uh, storyline to go for the next, you know, three weeks. Yeah. If it if it does end up staying the triple threat that's been rumored for months, maybe my most anticipated match of the weekend. Yeah. Um. Then we have Brock and Omos, so that's been announced. Um, I, can I yeah. be honest with you, Joe? Yeah. I don't know why, but I am almost giddy anticipating that match. Yeah. I don't know why. It's because I you want to see how Brock want how Brock does against like a legit seven footer. I just want to see him throw him around like he has no choice about the matter, and yeah. then squash him, and then I, for some reason I'm just giddy about it. Yeah. I just want to see him throw him around like a rag doll. I am that into babyface farmer Brock. Uh, he's a yeah, he's a cowboy. Uh, but yeah, you know, so uh, that so as at the moment we have eight matches total, um, without the Mysterio match even announced yet, and then you think and you're saying there's gonna be a women's title match. So there's 10 there, and you know, we still have like three weeks till Mania to somehow build around that. What did you uh, think of that video I sent you of how fast Shotzi and uh, Charlotte were flying in that ring the other night? Jesus Christ. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, Charlotte. I'm surprised she showed up to work before Mania. But, um, I don't know if I've been as low on somebody as I am on Charlotte, unless your name is Bray. Or Karrion Cross. Oh, yeah, they haven't announced that match yet, the Bray match, so. She's like one step ahead of them, but barely. That Hurricane Rana she took. Oh, my fucking God. Um, You did say you had a secret for me when we got to WWE. Oh, yeah, let me out. <clears throat> I hurt myself today. I did it, Joe. Because it was a themed episode, I watched NXT Roadblock. Oh, no. Uh, I felt like Johnny Cash halfway through that show. I was singing Hurt. I was thinking it's all over. I've, I've, I've done, done it now. J- Joe, that thing was god-fucking-awful. You don't say. I, you know, I thought, I was like, you know, it's mania season. They're building up to stand and deliver or stand and deliver, whatever the fuck they're calling that mania show. So you know what? I'll watch the theme show. I bet it I bet it have some storyline developments into that show that I'm gonna have to watch Mania Weekend. I won't be as lost. You know, I'll just watch this one. What a fucking rib I pulled on myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This thing was god awful. Uh I don't understand how anybody watches NXT weekly. I just don't fucking get it. Um Schism is indie in the worst way. <laughs> so indie. Um, 
Shawn Michaels only knows how to book things that happened to him in his career. I'm sure you saw the ending of the uh, Miko Sadamora Roxanne Perez match, right? Oh, I did. She uh, the, she fainted. Yeah, uh, word is that earlier in the day she was beat up by nine uh, Girl Scouts. Oh no! They didn't <laughs> have the thin mint. Yeah, she got mad about the thin mints and they just fucking took it to her. Uh, was was Gigi in the in the? Gigi was in the car, but she couldn't get the uh, automated doors to open. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking hell, man! What is this crap?" Because uh, I, I I did notice that because someone posted too about like the Gigi feud and it's the Rockers breaking up instead of a glass yep. window, it's a door. And now she fucking fucking just like dies after the match. Oh, I wonder what's that is uh. Is Braun Breaker finally going to lose the NXT title when he loses his smile? It's possible. You know. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't. How how did you feel the fact that Ginger's uh, been taken down to NXT to basically do the character he was doing on the main roster until every, all everyone got hurt? Well, I'll tell you, this is uh, low key one of the biggest ribs of myself. I had no idea Ginger was on this show. <laughs> so when he popped up, I was like, what in the fuck am I watching? Uh, yeah, he uh, had a title match like a week ago or two. I was like, God damn, at least he's where he belongs because I don't have to watch him on NXT. Um, yeah. I'm not going to do this to myself again, Joe. I'll tell you that much. Holy fuck. I'm sorry. They um, And then I Johnny saw... Gargano gets demoted back to NXT. All right. Yeah, yeah, because he's taking on uh, Etsy Miz or uh, yeah. Miz Light. Austra- Australian Miz, like Aussie uh, Miz. Ozzy Miz, yeah, as he's taken on the Waller guy because of the feud happened a year ago. Um, but yeah, I I saw the rehashed Michaels match uh, uh, storyline going, and I'm just like watching and be like, I'm just like, wait, you have Braun Breaker not in your title, not in a title match, but in a six man, okay, against Jinder that he beat last time, and. Rumors are that they're putting plants in the audience so they can boo him. I wonder to, how much of that is true, or they're just trying to cover their ass because they have they've got him under now instead of over. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't progressed enough, in my opinion, from watching. Well, he hasn't. That. He hasn't done much. Again, I was gonna say, but then again, even though he's been champ for like a year and a half on that show, he's had what maybe seventy matches in his life. And yeah. He's still under a hundred matches. So what do you expect? Like he, yeah, he's still young, but it's just like they did you're... a bad move by putting him on TV, like straight into signing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they put him on TV, he had less than five matches in his career. Mm-hmm. Damn. But, yeah. Um. Oof. What else? Uh. Quick thing. Uh. Some quick stuff. Uh. Nicole Matthews is back in the states. Finally. Why can't she be Jade's opponent on fucking Dynamite? So I'm just assuming it's Taya, but it's going to be Taya. Yeah. Um, on the upcoming Dynamite, we get a uh, rebar mitzvah for MJF. That'll be interesting. Oh, I wanted to say something I forgot earlier. Let's talk about it real quick before I forget it. Uh, yeah. Can all these idiots you think that AEW is going to go out of business when they're... Uh, when their contract is up, you get a fucking clue. In the last 
two weeks AEW or Warner Time Discovery, whatever, is giving them two new shows. Do you really think they're going to keep giving them more TV time if they're not at least anticipating re-signing that contract <laughs> for likely way more money? Right. I, I you know, last time I last time I checked when you people are doing good stuff, I don't remember. You know, them uh, when when according to people when them doing bad stuff, they still get more things. I don't. Right? Last time I, I checked, that doesn't happen. Like they gave him the the fucking they, slap fight was so embarrassing. They gave him a goddamn fucking hour after dynamite start in late March. Now they're gonna give him another fucking wrestling show on Saturdays. You don't do that when you're fucking dissatisfied with them and can't wait to get rid of their ass. Look, they're going to get money. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the only thing with them is I don't know how much money they're going to get, but it's going to be more than what they're getting now, or just forty-five million a year, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is nothing. Now Uh they're going to get WWE money. Fuck no. But guess what? WWE's not going to get WWE money either. Yeah, I saw talks about uh, the talks with. Fox hasn't even started yet. So, like, I, look, I'm not saying this because I like AEW, but if I was a smart businessman over on Fox, you know what I would do? Hmm. I would kick WWE to the curb when that contract is up, and I would try to sign AEW at least for one show. They can stay on Warner Brothers. Like, I would try to get Dynamite on Fridays, or better yet, let TBS keep Dynamite. I would try to get Rampage and make it two hours on Friday on Fox. You could pay them a quarter of what you paid WWE and get 70% of the ratings that you would get from SmackDown. Like you're not going to get two and a half mil for rampage, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you can probably get a, a mil and a half, like 1.5 mil by the time you're set. And by paying them a quarter of what you're paying WWE, you're still making money on that deal. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do as a businessman. Because you got fucking robbed on the SmackDown deal, right? And yeah, I wouldn't, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that again. But that's just me. It's like, um, uh, there was a um, NFL trade that just happened, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, someone like, um, the the Charlotte, the Panthers." Trade yeah. for the Bears for the number one uh, draft pick for this upcoming NFL draft. Yeah. And the Panthers had to give up their number nine pick, their 61st pick, a first round pick in next year's draft, a second round in two years from now, and then their starting wide receiver. And everyone's like, you gave all that away, and what'd you get back? You know, one draft pick. But is there Just even like, is there anyone in this draft that's worth that? There are some, but not to that level. I think to not to that level, you know, yeah, so, so like, it's your yearly draft. So you have to post people up like, oh, this guy's good. Could be the next, you know, it's like maybe in three years, but. Like I would, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like instead of, what is it? Like 250 mil a year to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, I pay fifty to sixty mil to get rampage for two hours. That way you're yep. st- you're you're making money right there. And then even if you don't get the two point five, you'll still probably win the night most of the time with a one point five. And then what you get off the commercials and all that, you're you're making a nice profit. Yeah. And who knows, that'd be the fun thing if they did that to see, you know, 
would ratings be similar in that way to a new brand, you know, to common name? I think you can get a 1.5 eventually instead of like a 2.5, which you get sometimes with SmackDown, because it's network TV. And people watch network TV just out of habit. So even if they're not familiar with AEW, within the first year, they're going to become familiar with it. It's network mm-hmm. TV. They're just going to put it on Fridays like they're used to. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, you're paying a lot less to get almost as much money. <clears throat> I would just do that. Yeah. And boy, would that piss McMahon off. Or well, yeah, it would be. And, you know, it's just more wait and see. But what is it? A year, or a year from now, right? For that, the contract? Oh, yeah, about a year from when yeah. they start talking about it. So, okay. Well, sir, uh, we had homework as you got to Damn pick. Damn good homework. Damn good homework. Some might say the best homework ever. Maybe. <laughs> if you can read between the lines. <laughs> as uh, you had us watch uh, WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart and Stone Cold in a submissions match with Ken Shamrock as the special guest referee. Wearing the world's smallest shirt. Right. Ah, <coughs> uh, what what a what a submissions match this is, you know? Like you know I it, it seals what I've been thinking for a while. It's the best WrestleMania match of all time. Okay. I you know, for a couple of years I yep. thought it was Taker and Sean at twenty five, and that's still great. But this is better. It just is to me. It's brutal. It's that. It's that fun. It's that. No, I'm saying how fun it is because it's like a such an er, the early time for WWF to be like, how are we gonna do a submissions match? This guy doesn't know how to do a submission. He knows the million dollar dream. That's it. That's what Unless he thought when he heard it. When he heard the right? match, it's exactly what he's like. I don't know submission. So what do we do? Let's just beat each other around for thirty minutes, twenty, you know, twenty, thirty minutes, and then we um. You know, uh, Stone Cold uh, Blade, but say, you know, happen, it bust yourself open, but say it happened the hard way. It was so filled with intensity and storytelling and logic at the same time. Yep, and yep. hatred and this violence. God damn, this was everything. I want a big time pro wrestling match to be. Yep. It's that, it's that the, I fe- the effect of that both men want knew what they're doing, what they're, what they're doing of uh, the idea of Austin comes in first. He gets the glass break, which again, you know, telling signs when, when Brett has a big time match and his opponent gets the special entrance. Um, but, Brett walks in and fucking Austin just tackles him to start the match. You know, it's just and, the and, hatred. Um, but before that, the, <clears throat> only WWE can do this. I'll give him their credit. The camera angle over Austin's shoulder, mm-hmm. where you just see Austin turn his head to the right and just kind of think, fuck it. And he just darts to Brett. Yeah. Perfect, perfect camera work. Then fighting, fighting through the crowd, you know, it's just that fun thing of there was a moment where Austin taps, but it's just like again they don't know, you know, 
they don't put tapping in submission yet. And it's just like, okay, that's fun. No, overall, it was a brutal match. As they're fighting in the crowd, they fight by uh, like an 18-year-old Colt Cabana. I missed him. Yep. Um, but brutal. What what would you give this? To me, it's a full five. That's a perfect five. five. <clears throat> and it's my favorite WrestleMania match of all time. And I'm not sure anything will ever be. Okay. Um, so for my uh, our homework for next week, I don't know if this match will come close, but it could be close for you, one, Corey. All right. All right. It is a match that you've talked about and how you sometimes can't judge it sometimes, or it's super good. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. We're gonna we're gonna go to WrestleMania 31. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Brock Brock and Roman. Oh yes. Okay. You scared me for a second. Oh no no I'm not doing Sting and Triple H. I was like we're not gonna watch Sting and Triple H. No we're doing Brock and <clears throat> Roman. All right. Darn. This is some of the best homework we've had. <laughs> it's WrestleMania, so we have to you know. One of these I days we're do we're do uh I mean uh, <clears throat> I've Brent been on Vince. I've been on record saying this is my favorite WrestleMania main event of all time. Huh. And my and I think the best WrestleMania main event of all time. Yeah. So this should be, be uh, Yeah, I I'll be honest, I haven't watched it since then, so um and I think we had the JR effect in the in the in the on that night too, so it should be uh a fun watch when no uh, JR uh, ratings involved here. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Awesome. Okay. So, um, again, go get your tickets now for Power Pro, Res- uh, Power Pro Wrestling at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now before you miss out and before it sells out. Um, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. Nocellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do. For you, you can find us all on the social medias on the uh, uh, No So ENT or No So Entertainment on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 